Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 406. The 406th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a pull list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future, the final order cutoffs, the FOCs. Uh, yeah, um, books that need to be ordered by May 14, 2023. You don't order these books by that date. They don't get made. Plain and simple, they just don't get made. And then, you know, when you go to the shelf on Wednesday a few weeks from now, and you're just expecting it to be there, um, and it's not, and then you end up getting all butt hurt, and, you know, I'm here saying, I, I fucking warned you. This is what this is. This is your warning. Um, there's definitely some some good stuff to be talked about this week. Uh, we'll be going over, well, everything, essentially. And uh, I'll be highlighting the stuff that I think may have some uh, speculative potential, if you will. So, um, whether you're or a, a you know, new reader looking for something new to get into and there's just too much to choose from, or you're a speculator ready to make that next, that next uh, buck, then uh, this is definitely the comic book episode for you. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And then, you know, make sure you leave some reviews and everything. Uh, anywhere you can leave a review, Apple Podcasts is very helpful, but all of your other podcatchers, there's there's some way, shape, or form, I'm sure, to leave a rating. Not so much Spotify, though, unless that's changed. I don't pay attention. But, um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you listen on Apple Podcasts and, you know, you, you find this, you, you really just want to be a pal. 
then, you know, rate it on Stitcher, uh, the Pod Catch, or what's it called? Pod Chaser? Uh, any of those. Any of those. Um, it really does help out the, the, the show. I, I mean, I've been doing this for four and a half years now, and I still have a growing listenership. Uh, I'd like to think that the information that I've been putting out on these podcasts is uh, pretty useful. Or maybe, maybe you're just someone that likes to keep all this useful information to yourself because the more people that know, <laughs> I get it, I get it, but don't be an asshole, you know? Um, <laughs> all right, uh, there's there's definitely some, some awesome things to talk about this week, but before I get into all of this, I want to give a, uh, a huge shout out, as I have been doing for several years now on the show, to 307nerdsforever.com. Uh, you're looking for, for, you know, hot books that, you know, are going for premium prices on eBay? My dude Tarl, it doesn't matter how popular the book is, he does not hike up the prices of uh, new issues. Just doesn't do it. Um, I'm telling you, you don't know how many deals this man has given me. And it's not just because we're buddies at this point, I promise you. Um, or maybe it is, I don't know. But he'll, 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 he'll give you incredible, incredible deals. Hit up 307nerdsforever.com. And if you want to save even more money off already incredibly priced comic books and, uh, I mean, it, 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 games. and I mean, it's a, it's a fucking comic book store. Everything a comic book store has to offer. Um, use code CHEERS when you're checking out and save an additional 15%. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, people. It is... Uh, I'm giving out my honey hole here. I am. I, I, I really am. <laughs> Fuck eBay. <laughs> 307nerdsforever.com um, Hit them up. Now. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out talking about, uh, the stuff coming out of Lunar this week. If you don't know what I mean when I'm saying that, there's really two main distributors of comics. There's Lunar, and then there's Diamond. Well, there's also Penguin as well. There's really three. I take that back. Um, but, uh, Lunar, for the most part, they distribute the, all of your DC books. It's the only place you can get DC comics at this time is through Lunar. And then a bunch of, uh, other little, you know, indie publishers like Ahoy and, um, Comics Experience and, yeah. Um, so Lunar, definitely. Yeah. So th that's why it's divided up, I guess, is, you know, just in case there's any confusion there. And I know my longtime listeners are like, shut the fuck up and talk about Superman already. So, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, first book out of Lunar this week. Uh, we've got The Adventures of Superman, John Kent, number four. We've got a few covers to choose from here. There's a Pride variant. Ooh, let me try to say this name. Al Barrio Nuevo. Barrio Nuevo? Did I say that right? Barrio Nuevo. Uh-oh. Do I have a new favorite name to say? Well, it depends on if I'm saying it right. Nothing beats Julian Titino Tedesco. I'm sorry. There's, there's, it's just, it's so fun. Um, the next pet I name, I'm, I'm naming Julian Titino Tedesco, and not out of disrespect, just because. <laughs> but anyway, we're not talking about Julian Titino Tedesco. We're talking about Al Barrio Nueva, Nuevo. See, I, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it, and I'm confident in that because. This this art is pretty fucking rad, man. 
I'm feeling that's going to be some art that we'll be talking about, an artist we'll be talking about for some time. New guy, huh? And then there's also a Zoo Orzu cover as well. That's pretty neat. See, God, I really wish I was streaming this live for you guys so you could see the covers in real time like I'm seeing them. <sighs> uh, fuck, there's a 1 in 25 by Tyler Kirkham. There's a 1 in 50, Clayton Henry. Well, it's the A cover, just Voyagin. Does DC even really do a Virgin variant anymore? Like, even the 1 in 50, it's not technically Virgin. It's got a barcode. It's got a DC logo on it. It's got two DC logos on it. Um, a title on it. I mean, it's like a quasi-virgin. It's just had... <laughs> you know, it's never never been fully penetrated, I guess. Just, uh, just mouth stuff. Batman, number 136... Oh yeah, baby. Uh, uh, you know, things things apparently are gonna, you know, change. The future of the Bat Book starts here, and everyone's world is about to explode. Says this uh, description here. Uh, that Jorge Menes cover is pretty rad. I like it. Dude's a monster. Who's still doing this? Chip Zarsky? Um, Belen Ortega on the interior art. Right here, let's see. And of course we're gonna have a bunch of covers here because it's Batman. Uh, let's see. Joe Quesada getting a B cover. Ooh, Delato, Delato, <laughs> Delato. Gabriel Delato on the C cover. Art Germ getting a, a, a dope uh, Robin there. Is that Tim? Pretty sure that's Tim Drake. Nice. The Art Germ Batman covers. I like the style he's been working with. It's kind of like a, like a muted colors a little bit, like a, just op opaqueish. I dig it. Uh, Lieber Mayho getting a a Flash movie variant. All right. Oh shit! That's Michael Keaton. Oh, that's fucking cool. That is not Ezra Miller though. <laughs> He did not give the Ezra Miller likeness uh, at all to uh, <laughs> the Flash on that. But meanwhile, clearly movie stars on the cover between Batman and Kara. Kara? Kara? I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not going to draw them. Uh, the 1 in 25 Steven Subject cover is neato. Um, oh, the foil art germ cover. It's all pink. Mm. Uh, carrying on. Let's see here. Got some scout books to talk about later. Dark Knights of Steel number 11. This one's taken a while to come out, but I, I, it, if I had to guess, I'd say with the fact it has to do with the fact that Yasmin Putri's art is phenomenal. And she's, she's not going to rush, uh, rush her art. It's not going to happen. Uh, there's a, let's see, a B cover to this. Ijikuri? Is that how you say that name? B Ijikuri? Ijikuri? I don't know. I hope it's a Ijikuri, because that's fun. But it's probably not, because... <laughs> Just to be too fun. Uh, a little indie publisher. Uh, I'm not sure who is publishing this this here title. 
Um, it does say only 500 available and subject to allocation, though, so keep that in mind. Immediately collectible. Uh, the title is called Diabolical. Diabolical number one. It's got a you know, like an old school underground comics type of look to it. Eight dollar price tag, not seventy nine, not seven ninety nine. Eight dollars, uh, done by Noah Bailey and Josh Davison. Uh, the infernal first issue of Diabolical features two bizarre tales of kaiju monsters, mutant gangs, and mysterious underworld score settling. Each issue will include a, a story from a guest writer and a solo story by Noah Bailey. Alright. Cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're into like low print indie, you know, underground type of stuff, then this is definitely something that's, uh, it's for you, for sure. Uh, let's see here, from Asylum Press, we got Fearless Dawn, number two, Fearless Dawn, the bomb, number two, a bunch of covers here, a whole bunch of them, Flash, number 800, ooh, just in time for the, uh, for the movie to come out. Nice. Uh, and with there being a number, you know, a milestone issue like this, naturally there's going to be a buttload of covers. I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, yeah. I do like the Jeff DeKal variant with the cheetah. That's pretty cool. Is there a Flash movie variant? Yep, there is. Uh, John Boy doing the Flash movie variant. Once again, not looking like Ezra at all. <laughs> All right. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, the one in 50 is pretty cool. Matt Taylor, I like that. There's a blank variant. Yeah, there we go. Bunch of Flash. The week of Flash. We got Joker, the man who stopped laughing, number nine. A pretty sweet Bermejo cover. A Christian Ward cover. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Uh, there's a 1 in 25 done by Choku. Hmm, don't know that artist. Uh, so we've got Joker uncovered here. Whoops. Hopefully doodles. Uh, so I believe this is just a collection of covers. Yeah, so Low Life's Creeps and Scoundrels. It's your uncle Joker here. Oh, I didn't say it like him. You know, art can come from many places, and most great art is by truly blah blah blah. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's a fucking art book. Nice. So, and there's some different covers here too. See, why would you do variants for an art book? Just put the fucking art that you would use in the book and add a page. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, no, the, the Bermejo cover's badass, um, it's a Christmas cover, though, so it's not necessarily the one I would have used. Um, the Otto Schmidt cover's amazing, because it's kind of like an homage to Batman 89 with Joker walking through the gallery, you know, fucking up some paintings, it's like that, but only he's not fucking up paintings, he is pointing to him though, but he doesn't have his little posse behind him, hmm... Uh, they're all 1 in 25 on a fucking art book, really. I mean, awesome. Go Jorge Corona. You know, that's fucking cool, but... I don't appreciate that marketing. At all. At all. 
what is this? Carnal Confessions. This is clearly an indie publisher. That's oh, an Alan Claw variant. Uh, Legends is the publisher. So, yeah. It's a sexy book, you know? I mean, it's, it's TNA. Uh, what is The Lamentation? I think we talked about this a while back. Oh, Oni Press. There you go. Colin Bunn. Yeah, yeah, it's horror. It's horror. Horror. Um, yeah, Colin Bunn horror. Few covers to choose from, though. Black and white variant of the A. Still going, still going. Is that it? No, that can't possibly be it. No, definitely not. We got Peacemaker Tries Hard, number two. Ooh-wee. Um, I did receive my number one this week. I'm excited to pick that up. Seeing what Kyle Starks does with this uh, does with this character. You know, I mean, admittedly, I'm kind of a bandwagon fan because of Cena's portrayal. But now, <laughs> I'm all about him, man. I'm all about him. And it seems like the story type seems to fit the character, too. You know? Uh, who's the team up with on this? Uh, the Brain. No, I take that back. Monsieur Mala. That's it. Teaming up against the brain, 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 brain. A uh, few covers. Got like a movie poster type of variant. There's a one in 25. And Tom Riley B cover. Nice. What does that remind me of? You know what that kind of reminds me of is... Uh, fuck, was it Des- Dexter's Laboratory? What was it? It wasn't the Justice League, but... It's like the, uh, oh, fuck, come on, old people, help me out. What was the name of that goddamn, like, super team? It was like a mockery of the justice team. It was like a, fuck. I don't know, that's just kind of what this, uh, what this art reminds me of. Takes me back, man. Poison Ivy, number 13. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, I like that cover. See, I mean, Poison Ivy's almost always going to have amazing covers, but usually it's going to be because of sexualization. And you know, I'm not knocking that. As somebody that's not a fan of like sexualized covers, admittedly, um, I am a fan of Poison Ivy because she, you know, I'm a sexy character. I don't know. I just she's she's a fucking badass character. She was the first character in comics, to my knowledge. I believe this is fact that I'm stating that was sexualized. You know, they made her sexy for the sake of being sexy. And yeah, um, I like it when she has an amazing cover that doesn't play into that. You know, uh, it's. <laughs> It's her and Harley kind of out on like a fan boat date and, you know, outside of Gotham and you can see the bat signal going on. So she, they're just chilling while there's fuckery afoot. Batman's out kicking ass and they're just champagne toasting. I like it. You know, there's not a, there's barely even a breast to be seen. Fun stuff, man. And then we, and then we got the B cover. <laughs> God damn. Ah, it's so fucking good. It's so good. She's a badass, man. She's a badass. So many great covers here. You'll say the B covers probably... I mean, the A cover takes it for me, but the B cover's my favorite of the variants here. Um, Goes all the way up to 1 in 25. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, we've got some stuff. Oh, no, we'll talk about Vault later. Never mind. <laughs> Suspense much? Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you, number 122? That was a little bit of rhyme in there for you. <laughs> uh, out of Ahoy, we've got Second Coming Trinity, number three. Um, yeah, so the third chapter in the, uh, well, I guess the third chapter in the third volume of Mark Russell's amazing Second Coming story that was almost a DC book. But then the bitchers, the bitchers, um, Shazam, number two, I just, I want to make this character, I'm sorry, unless it's Jeff Johns writing, I don't know, Mark Wade and Dan Mora, that's got a lot of potential. I just really love Jeff John's run. You know? Oh, I forgot that movie came out. The second one already. Ooh, damn. No one talked about it, huh? <laughs> That's kind of sad. You know, I really look like the first one was getting ready to set up, like, what Jeff John's latest run was doing. You know, fucking, what was it, Mr. Mind, I believe? The little the little earworm type of thing? Like, fuck. I mean, they set it up, and then it sounds like they just completely fucking scratched. Like, that's, that's a movie I would have gone to see, and whether or not it meant nothing or not. But, no, I don't know. I feel like we've, uh, I don't know. No, I can kind of see why they're they're bringing out, I mean, they're, they're palate cleansing, I guess, you know? Letting you know that they had they didn't completely disregard the character despite the fact that movie tanked, but yeah, uh, a few covers to choose from here. <laughs> the one in twenty five. I mean, it's not the one I would have chose as a one in twenty five, but yeah. Let's see, Kara Andrews getting the Flash movie variant. Let's zoom it in. See now that that looks like that could possibly be Ezra. Has their mouth. A little bit. A little bit. There you go. There you go. Let's see. Now, I'm not saying that they should definitely, you know, the, the, oh, the, the, the dude, the person, sorry, should, uh, you know, be glorified or anything like that, despite all the stuff that, you know, they've done or allegedly done. But if you're going to do a Flash movie variant theme, then have the fucking balls to put the goddamn star of the movie's likeness on it. I mean, I'm sorry, if you're going to blatantly draw Michael Keaton on there and then draw a character that, I mean, looks like they could be, I don't know, Mexican or... It definitely doesn't look like a fucking white dude. Um, Yeah. Uh, it just, mm, I don't know, figure it out, DC. Aren't we glad that Jim Lee is president of DC now? How about that, you know? Did you miss that little fucking tidbit of news? That's some amazing news. That, that, that uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, with James Gunn running the movies and Jim Lee, the president of DC Comics, I think it's time we start taking the speculation seriously, people. I do, I do, I do. Who? When was the last time a DC book really blew up? It was a fucking cover. It was the Jack White cover. It was the last time a D 
DC book, like, hardcore, air quotes, blew up. Um, no first appearance, no spec on it. It was just because record collectors, you know? And, uh, spec is only good long-term if it appeals to comic book collectors. There's nothing wrong with appealing to outside markets. There's nothing wrong with that. But it, 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 it it's a flash in the pan, you know? It just happens when it comes out, and then once... I mean, yeah, sometimes before the next thing comes out, it's fucking forgotten about. You know what? I'm going to go to eBay right now. I'm going to see how much that Jack White cover is going for. Because I remember it was... Fuck, I think at one point, it was selling for 60 bucks. Maybe it was 30 I don't remember what the, the ceiling was on that. But we're going to find out right now. Uh, what was it? World's Finest Jack White. There we go. That's what we're going to do. How much? A CGC is going for $60 now. Uh, yeah, 15 bucks. Poof. Fizzle. Pop. That's it. That's it. So, I don't know. As far as character goes, I'm pretty sure Punchline was really the, the last character. And I'm not... And that's what pisses me off, is there's been so many fucking great characters. Like, look, Ghostmaker and Heartless and so many characters that have, like, not fizzled out in their stories. Like, gone on to create their own titles and shit. You know, look at Ghostmaker leading Batman Incorporated, and Punchline got a fucking series, and, well, I, I mean, Punchline, I guess, was the last example, um, but, I mean, Heartless has been a huge part of you know, the Nightwing storyline continuously now, um, so it's, but you can get those books for fucking nothing, and it's time, and I, I mean... Like I said, it's just a matter of time, people. We start taking DC specs seriously. Sorry, I'm done with my little rant. Maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Continuing on. Where were we, Shazam? What's the sickness? Sorry, I can't do it. Um, Alright, this is another one. A uh, little indie comic out of a publisher that's not really listed here. Uh, $6 even. Price tag. Lonnie Nadler, though. As the, uh, the the writer, that's that's promising for sure. We got Jenna Shaw as the artist. There is a giant essay for a description here, and essentially, it's there's something mysterious following someone that makes them go crazy, and then years later, someone else investigates that, and then years later, someone else investigates that investigation, and everything ties together. Um, that's me saving you a four and a half minute stumbling over that description. Uh, my opinion on it, I mean, it sounds interesting for sure. $6 price tag out of a publisher that isn't listed here, though, is kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, it's, it's going to be, it's not going to be a high print run. Let's put it that way. There are... Some 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 incentives on this though. There's a one in ten Wolf Conley Conley cover, uh, one in thirty Trevor Henderson cover, and that seems to be it. Yeah. Ooh, is AWA coming out of Lunar now? Nice. Or has that been a thing? 
don't remember. Uh, we'll get to AWA in the next little bit. Continuing on, though. Continuing on. Oh, all right. And this is the one that you definitely like. This is the DC spec book of the week for sure. Um, possibly even overall, of, you know, of the week. No, no, maybe not. But I feel like this one definitely, definitely has legs. It's the first appearance of Anasi in comics. Anasi is a character that was featured in the original animated series. And with, you know, they haven't formally axed the Static Shock, you know, movie thing yet. James Gunn hasn't talked about that yet, to my knowledge. So, yeah, no, I, I feel like this is going to be something that collectors are going to be after. I know static shot collectors. There is fanatical as Star Wars collectors. This will be something static shock collectors will be after. And my prediction is day one. I don't think it's going to be highly printed. Um, I mean, it is a number one, but I don't know. I don't know if it's a one shot or not. Probably not. Probably just a mini-series. But, I'm telling you, this one has legs. And if not immediate, long-term, for sure. For sure. I have the utmost confidence that there will be a day this book nets you 50 bucks. <sighs> and then, I mean, he's featured on all three of the covers. The one in 25 is badass. I think if there's an incentive variant, if he had, you know, if there's one to chase this week, it's going to be that one. I just, I feel it. I feel it in me bones, man. Uh, we've got another slightly, slightly spec-worthy book. Probably not, but it is a number one little mini-series. Um, we've got Steelworks. So we got a series featuring Steel. Um, big, giant, long description here. Essentially, it sounds like, you know, I don't know, like Spider-Man were steel. <laughs> sounds like he's just kind of having like a Peter Parker type of lifestyle. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, in these types of stories, there's always potential for new characters, especially villains. You know, you're going to... you got to introduce some sort of antagonist, you know. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But John Steele fans, yeah, this is this is a good day for you. You'll be happily ordering this one. Who's doing this? Michael Dorn and Sammy Bossery. Clay Man on the cover. Ew, eh? you dig it. You dig it. A few covers to choose from there. Um, let's see. Jesus. Pride variant, uh, one in twenty-five. The one twenty-five is the coolest one. Ooh, who's that? Helen Lenoble. I don't know who that character is, but let's see if I can run through this again. It's not Lana Lang. Is that Natasha Irons? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. That must be Natasha. Nice. That's a badass fucking cover. I like that. What are those, like, little magnet drones? Huh. That's neat. That's the one in 50, people. The best cover is the one in 50. Oh, no. It's going to be a... Uh, so, that, I mean, that's... 
So this is going to be low printing. I don't, I don't see this one being highly printed, even with it being a number one. I'm just saying. Just saying. Is that going to do it? Oh, no, we're going to talk about one out of Mad Cave this week. You've been canceled. Uh, Kurt Pyrus and Kevin Castanario, I believe. In the near future, cancel culture means more than just losing your job. It could mean your life. Ooh. The world's premier entertainment event is canceled. A live-streamed program where elite bounty hunters called cancelers kill individuals whose society has voted to cancel following heinous actions or offenses. Do too. story follows Roland Endo, the world's number one ranked canceler. Because of his status, Roland lives in a constant state of paranoia with the target on his back. Alright, that's an interesting concept. Neat premise. You know, it's, it's, I guess it's uh, relevant, you know. Mm, you know mm, canceled. Mm, mm. I don't know. It could be good. Look at his nut cup. Bro, first off, why is it on the outside of your pants? And <laughs> secondly, ouch. Bro, your pants are saying that uh, there's some serious chafing going on with that costume design. Serious chafing. That poor guy. Torture. Um, so yeah, that's going to do it for the Lunar... Luno. <laughs> lunar books on this week's May 14th FOC list. Let's see what the hell is happening over at Previews World. Click on over at Diamond here. And we're going to start with Xenoscope. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Xenoscope. Um, all right, so we've got Cinderella versus the Queen of Hearts wrapping up the third issue of that little micro-series there. And with it being Xenoscope, there's naturally going to be so many different flavors of boobies to choose from to have on your cover. Um... Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <coughs> I'm sorry, I am actually skipping. I'm not just scoping booty, booties. Booties and boobies. Um, what? No, what are these? What is Gretel Dark Impulses? What is that? There's no number behind it. <coughs> well, let me just click on it and find out. I'm here to inform you. Uh, so... Investigating a cunning and powerful witch known as Desire, Gretel and Caliber are violently, are violently separated from each other while trying to reach her lair. Now Gretel must risk her life to rescue Caliber from the witch's clutches. But does she even want to be freed? 32 page. I'm guessing this is just a, uh, a one-shot here. From Dave Francini and Jordi Tarragona. Taragona, Taragona. <coughs> Great covers. Dig it. And, you know, fucking low-key cheat code to sellers out there. Um, Grim Fairy Tales books and Xenoscope books resell very well. Very, very well. There are a lot of collectors out there that love this stuff that don't really pre-order their books. 
So uh, <laughs> I, I, I I can't keep Xenoscope books in my inventory. Um, it, it's just, yeah, it's it's bread and butter, baby. It's bread and butter. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, let's see here. What's Keys of Cthulhu? It's a one-shot. Nice. Got Grim Spotlight, Lovecraft's Legacy. Grim Fairy Tales number 73. And then we got a Robin Hood Annual. Nice. Right on. Lots of stuff coming out of Xenoscope. You know what you don't ever hear people, you know, not to just, you know, throw shade at IDW or anything like that, but you don't ever hear people worried about the state of Xenoscope. And it's because, like I just said, their books fucking sell. People want them. They keep making them. They can re you know, keep a series going for 100 issues or 50 issues or, you know, just fucking reboot it every other. And uh, people are buying them. I mean, they just... They know how to do... And that's the thing, is, you know... I'm sitting here praising a comic company. You know, I, I, like I said, you know, I, I it sounds like I, I throw shade at Dynamite for, you know, the same reason. I'm not really throwing shade. Uh, like I said, it's just... TNA isn't really my appeal. But uh, as a seller myself, then, yeah, absolutely. This stuff is fucking gold, man. It absolutely Because that's one thing that's always sell, sold from the beginning of time and will always sell until the end of time is sex. You know, you can't fucking deny that. And it, it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, this is all, all these different covers are just more artists getting paid. You know, I, I know in the past it sounds like I'm throwing shit. I, I really do admire it. I just gets annoying when I have to scroll two pages to, you know, in between single titles because of all the covers. That's, that's, that is my only annoyance whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Xenoscope for keeping it fucking solid for all these years, man. Just doing their damn thing. You know, and Dynamite too, but we'll get to you. Oh, we'll get to you. Vault. Oh, the nasty baby. That wasn't supposed to sound like Austin Powers at all. I promise you, that was fucking terrible. Um, that was not... It just came out like that. It was, it was, I don't know. I had a friend named Nasty. And, uh... Yeah, it's an inside thing. <laughs> That's why I started saying it like that. But then the baby came out. That sounded like the Dingo H.O. baby. I don't know. I'm fucking done here. Uh, the Nasty, number three. Uh, yeah, no, this is... I think I have a number one. This is one that I definitely want to read in bulk. It sounds like it's got a, a... Just a fun... A fun everything to it. Title, art, storyline. It just seems like it has my name all over it. Um, Queen of Swords... This is a barbaric story. So, you know, the barbaric books uh, that, you know, Vault's been putting out. Pretty fucking awesome. Uh, now we've got the Queen of Swords. So this, I don't, is this a first appearance? I don't believe so. I believe she's already appeared, but this will be her first solo series. So, you know, it's, 
Who knows? Who knows what these indie titles? I mean, I feel like this this story has potential, uh, you know, TV series written all over it. And this, you know, that's the case. It's just a fucking matter of time. You never know, people. You never know. I mean, is it one that I'm going to be, you know, prioritizing when I'm going through and placing my orders as far as spec goes? No. But it's not going to be one that I overlook entirely. That's for sure. There is definite potential to this book. And we've got some polybag variants and... Yeah. There you go. Vault doing the damn thing. Uh, Let's talk about Scout, baby. And we've got By the Horns, Dark Earth, number 10. Oh, yeah, baby. Marcus Onasso just still doing... Did I say that right? Yeah, Marcus Onasso. (laughs) He's been on the show. Remember that? You remember. Uh, Miracle Kingdom, number 2. Hmm, fantastical. Snow White Zombie Apocalypse number four. Mm, approaching the end of the five-part miniseries. Better get it ordered. Uh, we got a number one here out of Scout. We've got Talon Seeds of Darkness. Number one. Oh, just Seed. All right, so on the cover it says Seed of Darkness, but in the description, in the title, it says Seeds of Darkness. So I'm going to say it's Seed and Previews Fucked Up. See, this is the thing, is what these typos and errors and stuff like that, it makes me wonder, is it the publisher or is it previews that is fucking the shit up and making me stumble all over myself and second-guess everything? I don't know. Caspian Dark, what a fucking name. That's not the name of a character, that's the name of the writer. Caspian Dark. Uh, Jeffrey Rickett, come on. Nice. And the cover artist is Banished Shadow. Go fuck yourself. These are they these are stage names for sure. Uh, so this is a non-stop title, so you're going to get one single issue and the rest is going all going to be in trade collected. Rulers of Vladvorden and Amelia are bent on exterminating the witches whom they blame for spreading the bubonic plague known as the Black Death. They pursue the witch queen, queen Aradia, Aradia, uh, the last survivor. While seeking refuge, Aradia, Aradia, I don't know, buries a bloody seed of darkness, a seed harnessing the power of the first true magic, the Arsa Magica. Meanwhile, Talon mourns a mysterious abduction of her sister at the hands of an unknown ghostly dark entity. Fantastical. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give any book written by somebody named Caspian Dark and drawn by Jeffrey Rickett a shot. Just saying. Just saying. And the cover art, like the art, looks like that person's name is Banished Shadow. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, and then we've got Traveler's Guide to Flagoria, number one. It, I believe it was a one-shot. Um, $6 price tag there, done by Sam Moore, written and drawn by. Mm. 
After a freak work accident involving a fishing boat, a supposedly non-existent sea creature, and an interdimensional gateway, anxiety-addled Harry Blandford finds himself stranded on the far-off world of Flagoria. <clears throat> Can he survive long enough to find a way back home? Flagoria shocks Harry out of his comfort zone. He can no longer just blend with the crowd. He's exotic, a weirdo, an actual alien. The people he interacts with aren't just passing acquaintances. His foes are trying to hunt him down, and his allies seem as their only hope. Ah, whether they're friends or enemies, Harry has become a key part of their lives. I don't know if it's the one shot, uh, one shot or not. I don't know. It's got an old school like Marvel Comics, you know, type of trade dress to it. That's cool. I like that. Just the one cover to choose from too. That's not a variant. Hmm. Ah, uh, now we scroll all the way up to. We talked about black mask. Sorry. Uh, how about, yeah, it looks like AWA is strictly lunar now. They're not on the diamond list anymore. Hmm, shit. Ablaze. Oh, nothing from Ablaze. Wow, hey. How about Boom? Oh, yes, always something from Boom. We've got Fence Redemption, number one. So for all you fencing enthusiasts out there, well, there you go. Who's writing it? C.S. Picot. And uh, Joanna the Mad is the cover artist and interior artist. What is with these names? Like, what the fuck? Alright, whatever. I'm just... We'll see if this continues on to be a theme here for the rest of this episode. Because, what the fuck? Um, Ghost Lore. Oh, here's a number one. Oh, this is the second printing. Well, in Ghost Lord number one getting a second printing. Yeah, what are you going to know about that, eh? Yeah. All right, so this one right here, this is a fucking cash grab for that ass. Like, cash grab like no others. I guess, would this... No, like, it wouldn't be a ninth print. Or would it be a tenth print now? I think they're on nine printings of something is killing the children. Um, this is the pen and ink edition. So it's just, like I said, it's, yeah. Um, yep. Uh, hold on, hold up a minute. There's a blank variant on a, <clears throat> and then apparently there's going to be an LED, or what is it, not LED, a UV variant. There's no image for it, but... I'm sorry. Shame on you, Boom. Come on. Like, you're all... And it's $7. It was a $4 fucking book when you printed it. You've already made a trillion dollars off of this fucking series. Nine printings. Um, Yeah. You know, if you were to just come out with the one cover, the A cover here, I'd be all about it. Fuck it. Make that a UV variant. Make the A cover the UV variant. You know? Stop. You're milking. You're, this isn't milking. This is bleeding. This is gutting collectors. 
You know, a blank variant, is that really fucking necessary? On, on a pen and ink? Like, what do you, are you really gonna have Werther Del Edra? Uh, you really think that many people are gonna be able to afford to have Werther Del Edra do an ink sketch? <laughs> At a convention that they might attend? I don't know, I've, I haven't seen Werther Del Edra at a convention yet. I mean, I don't go to all of them. I keep it pretty local, but just saying, dude's been relevant for like five years now. So, huh, I guess four, four and a half. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm disappointed with this move, boom. I mean, yeah, sure, fucking creators are cashing more checks. That's fucking awesome, but they're just turning in work that, I don't know. The only way I see this being warrantable is if it were massively oversized. That's the only way I see the $7 price tag. And even then, I don't see it warrantable for variants. I just don't. I, it, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, you're, the series isn't as relevant as it used to be four and a half years later. You're losing us. You kind of lost us with the House of Slaughter. You know, it's... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like this move. I don't like it. Dynamite, though. Let's see what Dynamite's all about. How about that Betty Page? How about that Betty Page? Number one at that. Oh, boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies and blank. And blanked out boobies. And boobies and boobies and boobies and blank. <laughs> that was no exaggeration. That's how that went. That's how that went. Gotta love it, baby. But, I mean, it's Betty Page. Naturally. And natural at that. We've got Maleficent. Disney Villains, Maleficent, number two. Jay Lee doing that A cover, and then we've got variant, 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 variant. Thankfully, it's not boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies on this Disney book. That'd be fucking weird, man. Fucking weird. It's not. It's just uh, Disney art, baby. We've got Purgatory, Must Die, number five, and uh, shall we? Boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies and boobies. Six. Um, <laughs> those are your dynamite books this week. Gotta love it. Image Comics. Oh, notice how there's no Dark Horse? Wait, is Dark Horse strictly Penguin now? Fuck. Do I really have to... I have to go to three public... Oh, fuck. Fuck me. All right. Well, I'm not prepared for such. So Dark Horse, in case you're not aware, has jumped ship over to the third distributor, Penguin. Now this has essentially negated my whole explanation in the beginning when I said that it's, uh, you know, whether it's one or the other. Even if someone's over at Penguin, they're going to be at Diamond or... And that's, that's not the fucking case, apparently, now. Thanks, Dark Horse. Why can't everything just go through Penguin now? Ah, oh, man. I don't know. I mean, it's just a matter of time before Penguin expands 
you know, to start doing toys and statues and shit, but... And that'll kill Diamond entirely. Not that I want Diamond to die. I, uh, Diamond to die. I don't want that. I don't wish that. I, I really. I just want this to be easy. Is all. That's all I want. I just want it to be easy. But um, I don't know. This is why I'm here, people. I know. Just try to streamline this shit for you. I'll figure out a way to get all my shit. Maybe I'll start seeing what Penguin's FOC list looks like. Maybe that's what I'll do. Um, <clears throat> Almighty, number five out of Image Comics. Wrapping up the little five-part miniseries there. Due to be ordered by the 14th. Uh, Ambassadors, number six. See that? I called number one, didn't I, people? I called it. So for like 15, 20 bucks now. I said this series has legs. Mark Miller. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is the Mark Miller one, right? Yeah. Yep. Mateo Scalara, come on. Everything about this, just... I haven't got to read it yet. Um, I, uh, admittedly, I in instantly put it in my to-be-slabbed pile. Because I, I have the utmost faith that this, this is, uh, this, it's gonna sell for a premium. I mean, it's already selling, you know, like I said, $15, $20 issue. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad for something that's, you know, less than a couple months old. So, I'm here to guide you. There are three ver or three covers to choose from on issue number six. There you go. We've got Blood Tree, number five. Oh, yeah, baby. That's Jeff Lemire, right? No, that's Peter Tomasi. That's right. I haven't got a read under reading it yet, but it has been on my poll. Uh, Hell to Pay, number five. This is one of my favorite indie comics right now. I'll definitely be talking about this come cheersy time. It's going to take a lot to uh, to get me to forget about this series. It's been a lot of fun. And I do believe it's been picked up, too. I do believe. By a movie stars production company, I think. So, yeah. Who was it? I forget. Was it Patton Oswalt? I want to say it was Patton Oswalt. Could be wrong, though. Uh, a couple covers to choose from there. Uh, we've got Hey Kids Comics, Volume 3. Schlock of the New, Number 3. So, there you go. Hey Kids Comics. We've got I Hate This Place, Number 9. I am a few issues behind, but from what I have read, I have enjoyed greatly. Kyle Stark's been... Kind of killing it lately. That's why I'm excited for his Peacemaker Tries Hard. Um, I have my indie pick of the week. Faux show. The man, the myth, the legend, John Lehman. Oh, yeah. Art by Jock. In hell we fight. Yes. Life in hell ain't easy. Demons try to torture you for all eternity. Monsters want to eat you. There's a stunning lack of reliable indoor plumbing, and it's almost impossible to get ice cream, at least until today, when three condemned teens and their annoying tag-along demon frenemy embark on a daring scheme to hijack Demon Lord's delivery truck. Yeah. <laughs> what happens next will take them on an epic journey across the underworld, an infernal excursion of non-stop excitement, danger, and adventure. 
Um, as the world's biggest John Lehman fan, I have all of the hope in the world that Image does not do this man dirty like they have been doing him the last five years. The man co-created fucking Chew, okay? And then he comes out with amazing books like Outer Darkness gets canceled. Outer Darkness, are you kidding me? That was my book, man. Gets canceled. And then, and then he does something like, All right, you know what? You're not going to cancel this. I'm going to do a fucking spinoff of the thing that kind of like helped put modern image on the map, like post 90s image. You know, keep them fucking relevant outside of the Walking Dead. Um, you know, proof the image isn't just the Walking Dead. Uh, you know, that, that's what Chew was now. So then he put out, you know, Chew, <laughs> uh, spelled with a U, and it was fan fucking tastic. Was it Rob Guillory? No, but fuck the art was still amazing it was in the same realm there was nothing wrong with it i had him on the pie had layman on the fucking podcast to talk about how big issue number 12 was going to be and issue 12 just never came the girls never came man the girls never came and it's, it's just it's fucking ludicrous that they would do this man so fucking dirty, Image Comics. Uh, let him finish a fucking story. So I go into this with excitement and reluctance, you know, because I'm afraid that I'm going to fall in love and it's going to get terminal fucking cancer. You know? You know what I mean? I mean, that's a terrible fucking metaphor, but that's... Ugh. It's gonna be a walk to remember or some shit like that. You know? <laughs> Those sad-ass fucking stories where, you know, love dies too early. I don't know. It's... I, I, I am so fucking excited. And I swear to God, it was just four or five days ago where I was thinking, you know, just looking back on how sad I was that Chu issue 12 never happened. And, um, you know, I haven't seen anything out of, out of layman in a while, you know, a couple of miniseries for sure. Um, were they out of image though? I don't remember. I think they were out of other publishers, but the man who fucked up time was absolutely brilliant. You know, one rip. Come on, um, you know it's. But we just haven't seen enough out of a creator that is proven to be fucking fantastic. Like he is easily on my Mount Rushmore, um, and I place him number one. To me, he's the greatest of all time. And people use the term "goat" loosely. There can't be more than one goat. You know, that's, <laughs> um, otherwise it's O-Goat, or one of the Aunt-Goat, <laughs> or Oof, no, Oot-Goat, one uh, of the, yeah, it's Oot-Goat, if it's not the goat, <laughs> there we go, um, coin that term, uh, <sighs> 
And, yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't want them to be done dirty. This sounds like so much fucking fun. The art looks badass. <laughs> like, just fun. That's what I want. He picks fun fucking artists. And, yep. Yep. Jock is going to kill it on this. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. So, there we go. There's a B cover as well. Uh, Junk Rabbit, number three. Oh, yeah, baby. few covers to choose from on that one. Uh, we've got Love Everlasting, number eight. Couple covers to pick there. Uh, Magic Order, chapter four, number five. Three three covers there. Noctera's Back Bitches, number 15. Oh, yeah. Loving Noctera. Loving it. Two covers to choose from there. I love that fucking B cover. Don't like that it's on a Pete, though. What's that mean? Uh, it's a Peterbilt. I'm all about that Kenworth life, baby. What? See, once again, it's t- I'm not. Allowed, I'm not ever gonna say baby again. It always sounds like I'm trying to sound like fucking Austin Powers. I don't like it. Um, not that I don't like Austin Powers. I just it's cringy when you try to sound like him. Uh, we've got Phantom Road number four. Mm-hmm. Ooh, something epic getting a second printing. Well, Variants? A variant on a second printing? An A and a B cover on the second printing. Right. I'll start with my excitement <laughs> by saying, fuck yeah, something epic. That is mm, so far my single issue of the year of 2023, something epic number one. Oh yeah. And how about that? F- the fact that. How are people not climbing all over themselves to get that Eminem variant? Granted, there's only one listed, maybe two listed on eBay in the United States. The rest of them are all outside of the United States. Um, So that could have something to do with it. But I have a feeling that book's going to be... I think it's just slept on. That, mm -hmm. But I'm glad that it's going into a reprint. And with... Yeah. But why are they doing variants on a second print? I don't... It's not something you see very often. And they're not giving me images of either cover either at this point as I record this on a Thursday afternoon. So, there you go. Uh, We've got Spawn number 342. couple covers there. I really like that Glapium B cover a lot. Uh, We've got Star Signs number 2. We've got Stoneheart number 4. And we've got The Walking Dead Deluxe number 64 three covers there so those are your image titles let's wrap this map back up with some marvel books Ew, we've got a facsimile to start us out the amazing spider-man number 121 getting facsimilized oh yeah uh amazing spider-man number 27 uh we're gonna see a new upgraded version of dr octopus apparently uh, and there is a Pride variant on that. And a Disney Anniversary variant featuring Iron Man. Because that's what you do on a Spider-Man book. <sighs> um, that's how you get an Iron Man collector to buy a spider a bad spot. Sorry, a Spider-Man book. Uh, Black Panther, number one. This is probably my overall pick of the week. 
a lot of people saying, you know, cameo, blah, blah, blah. I can confirm that there is a first appearance in this book. It is not a cameo. It is a first full. So there you go. Black Panther, number one. There's a fart ton of variants as well. The Raza variant's really cool. Howard the Duck, huh? Because why not? There's a Scotty Young variant, so... Booyah! We've got Captain America Cold War Omega, number one. Couple covers, few. Fuck ton of variants to choose from there. Fucking Lee film. Sorry, I've never seen a calf muscle ever look like that, ever. There's no way you run fast with those calves. They're just not aerodynamic. And then your forearm's as big as your calf. Go, fuck yourself. It's just... <sighs> yeah. Nope. Sorry. Hate, 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 hate. We've got Captain Marvel number 50, the 50th and final issue. Congratulations, Kelly Thompson. I mean that with no sarcasm whatsoever. Just saying, when I had her back on the podcast, we were on like issue number 9, 10, 11, something like that. And I, I had mentioned the fact that I could see this series being a very long-lived series. Going 50 issues. And she chuckled at that. She was like, no, sorry, I'm happy to be a 10. And here we are. Here we are. Uh, I'm not saying I made that. I'm not taking any credit. I, that's not what this boast is about. I'm just saying I knew that this fucking issue, had, or this, this series, had the potential to go the distance and be a long, in a world of reboots. Like... Come on, man. Made it to as many issues as a Mortal Hulk. You know? Just, that's... That's... That's that's badass, man. And Kelly Thompson on... I want to say she did every issue. Did she miss any issues? I don't believe so. At the very least, the majority of 50 issues... And never going on any breaks, anything like that. Fucking big turning points throughout the series. I think this is going to be the Captain Marvel volumes, volume of Captain Marvel volumes to collect as a Captain Marvel collector. I do. Uh, it's just... It, it, uh, it was good. It, it, it meant stuff. In the Marvel cinema, or the cinematic, in the Marvel universe, it wasn't just uh, Captain Marvel doing Captain Marvel things. No, the things that happened and the characters were that were created, like Vox. I guess Vox was more out of Inhumans, but the characters that were utilized throughout this series, I mean, it carried on throughout. I don't know, it just meant stuff, man. And to me, that 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 means shit to me. Um, when, when you know. A, a creator is able to do that and give... I am not a fucking Captain Marvel fan. I've gone on record saying that. And Kelly Thompson has, like, turned my disgust from that character. And it's not a Brie Larson type of fucking... sis, whatever type of bullshit, fucking whatever you want to call it. Um, it's the fact that the, that bitch broke Iron Man's back in Civil War. And I've never forgiven her. And, uh... Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's that's where I land with that character. Um, still haven't forgiven her, but I don't necessarily hate the character. You know, I don't have a disgust for the character now, like I did before. So there you go. Uh, we've got Carnage number fourteen. And not pictured on the list here, I do believe that there is a 1 in 25 Bjorn Barons variant. Oh, and I synced it. It's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. I love it. Carnage, continuing on. We're past 12. Can we get to 25? I would love for a Carnage series to go 25 issues. I mean, it's Rom V still, right? Well, no, now we've got Alex Pockendale writing it. But, yeah. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it, if it makes it past fifteen, I have I have it going to twenty five, twenty four. No, twenty five. Uh, Clobber in time number four. Just the one. Just the one cover there. Marvel, are you feeling okay? That's so unlike you. Uh, we've got Cosmic Ghost Riders number four. Two covers there. We've got Doctor Strange number four. Oh, speck alert. Um, we have a, uh, cosmic serial killer, a magical, mystic, there we go, a mystic serial killer that devours magic, mm, nom, 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 uh, will we get a, will, will it be a mystery leading up to a final page cameo? Will we get a, uh, a full appearance? I don't know, but I would count on at least a cameo. That I would, but I think... I think it's safe to say there's probably I I would count on a cameo, but I would gamble on a uh, a first appearance. If you were a gambler, and say probably gonna be a first appearance of a new strange foe, strange foe. Uh, Derek Chu getting a B cover. And we got a C cover there and. Uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number one getting a second printing. Um, you know, I gotta say, and I'm pretty sure these all these stories are all gonna be done by different creators, so take each issue with a grain of salt. If you don't like the first one, doesn't mean you're not you know you're not gonna like the second one. Um however it was I you know you know as, as an adult, do you ever feel just kinda like weird watching something that's clearly meant to be like a kid show all by yourself just, I don't know I just I, I just feel weird um and that's how I felt reading this issue I was like I don't know I just it felt like entrapment in a way <laughs> I don't know I just kind of it was clearly an all-ages issue, but I don't even know if I'd say so much all-ages as I would young reader. You know, it was geared towards young readers for, for, for sure. It was just cheesy G-rated quip after cornball quip. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just... Um, but enough people wanted it. I mean, and there is a first appearance in it. You know, you got Spider-Rex, you know. Or not Spider Rex, but a uh, uh, Spider Killer, I believe, which is Venom Rex. I don't know. I don't understand it because uh, uh, Spider Rex is clearly a Tyrannosaurus Rex. 
but before bitten by the radioactive whatever, it was pterodactyl. You know, like every everything that starts with a P is a PT. Like it's Peter with a PT, and and it's super fucking confusing. And it looks like someone doesn't know how to edit when you're reading it until you like kind of catch on. Um, and you know this this whole like Venom Rex type of situation, Spider Killer. It was a fucking Brontosaurus, so not not even slightly predatorial and. I don't know, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> but what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Just... I will say this. I think it's time for a change in Spider-Man editing re- regime. Whoever is editing Spider-Man books, I think some things need to... There needs to be a, a shift change, if you will. Because it's just not going well, you know? The only thing selling these books is, you know, people gambling at the fact that the 113 new spider characters you're going to throw at us every year is going to fucking develop into something, you know? And now we're fucked because people are shitting themselves over Spider-Boy. So now they're just going to keep fucking doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And people losing their minds over third cover appearances and shit, and they're going to fucking milk that. And I don't know, man. It's there. Uh, I think that's where Marvel is lacking the most, and it's sad because it's the staple fucking character, Spider-Man. You know, they're just. I feel like they're. They need to take it in a different direction for sure. And I know people. I haven't read it, but people are fucking just upset with twenty-five. I haven't heard anything good about issue number twenty-five. I know I'm kind of like diverging here, but. I don't know, part of this, I don't know, maybe some of this fucking information is useful beyond just the, or, yeah, towards the FOCs as well. But, uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just predictable, and it's just gonna piss people off, and it's edgelordy, and it's, I don't know. I'd be prepared for another Spider-Man number one coming soon, and hopefully. And I'm not talking down on the creators, I'm not. If anything, I'm... I'm more upset with the editors for just not having a a defined path for this fucking character. You know, it's just, it's silly. It's silly. And if there's one character that you should not be fucking up on, it's Spider-Man. And, you know, X-Men would be the other thing. And I feel like they kind of might, well, they definitely fucked up by letting Hickman go. It's weird how I stopped reading X titles when Hickman left. You know, I'm lost in all the. <laughs> the only know the only thing the only way I'm learning anything about the X Men universe is you know when they cross over into other series, and Wolverine. I'm reading the fuck out of Wolverine so, still. I will say that so that helps, but I mean they're just kind of losing me on everything else. I will read Sins of Sinister. I will get around to that. That sounds fun. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's just I feel like there's just some slippage going on. But meanwhile, other title. I'm not saying all of Marvel sucks. There's some amazing fucking titles that are like low key happening too, like Carnage and um, well, what else do we have on here right now? Uh, 
This week's a bad example. Captain Marvel. But that's coming to an end. Um, so, yeah. Uh, continuing on, uh, we've got... Let's see. Extreme Venomverse. Did I say that? Nope, not yet. Extreme Venomverse. Number three. I do believe we have the first appearance of... Is it? Well, a couple of first appearances in here. Is it Misery? Maybe that already happened. Um, but yeah, no, first appearances, because that's, you know, what these verse books do. Spider-Verse, Venom-Verse, it's just a cash grab. Cash grab. Mm -hmm. uh, Stegman variant's pretty badass, though, featuring uh, my, my dude Agent Venom. Uh, Groot number one getting a second printing. Mm, sleep on that one, huh? Invincible Iron Man number five getting a second printing. Curious. I don't know what happens in that to warrant. Oh, it's because, uh, well, maybe it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Things don't have to happen anymore for a second printing. The only thing that doesn't have to happen, or what? Well, it, it's really a lack of things happening, and you people not ordering your books. You just expect Iron Man number five is going to be on the fucking shelf when you go on Wednesday. And when it's not there, you have to ask your uh, your store for it. And they go to order it. And when they go to order it and it's not there, you know, they realize, you know that's when the publishers and distributors realize there's a higher demand for it. And then, boom, second printing happens. And then that's what you're stuck with. Hmm. There could be a second printing of a book that's already a low print, you know. Well, I guess that's kind of how it usually happens, but uh, not always. I guess uh, maybe 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 fifty-five, forty-five. Anyway, uh, Moon Knight number twenty-four. Oh yeah, baby. I am. Fuck, I'm behind on Moon Knight. I need to catch up on that. Everything I read on Moon Knight has been really good, though. You know, who's who's doing it? Jed McKay's still doing it. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. Uh, Planet of the Apes, baby, number three. Oh, I, I said baby without sounding like a fucking moron. Uh, yeah, there you go. A couple covers on Planet of the Apes. We've got Rogue and Gambit, number four. A couple covers there. Spider-Gwen, Shadow Clones. Uh, are we getting a Rhino uh, amalgam there? Maybe. I don't know. So there you go, Spider-Gwen. More just... Cash grabby Spider Man universe stuff. Does it need? I mean, is it? Does it need to happen? No. Um, does that mean it's not good? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, I'm just saying it's just kind of. I don't know. Uh, Spider Man number eight second printing. Uh, I. I have a feeling that this is going to be a sought-after issue just because of the cover featuring Spider-Boy. He's already been featured on covers. He's already had his first appearance in number seven. For all you misrouters that missed number seven that I warned you about, um, and trying to say that it was a cameo and number eight's his first full, fuck you. You're fucking wrong on that one. Sorry. Um, and I, I'll say it to your fucking face. Uh, but, yeah. So, for... Yeah, Spider-Boy is clearly the baby Yoda of right now. <laughs> um, so, buy this shit, collect this shit, flip this shit, whoop that trick. Uh, let's see, Spider-Man, more Spider-Man. Oh yeah, 
more Spider-Man. 2099 Dark Genesis number one getting a second printing. I do believe that there were first appearances that popped off in that one. So there you go. Uh, hey, guess what? Another Spider-Man title this week. This one I would actually kind of, yeah. Um, Spider-Man India number one. Uh, it's just a four-parter, though, so not a big investment. But I do believe that there is something to this possible. Oh, uh, if I remember right, possible introduction of a new lizard or a new lizard form or... I don't know. There's a possibility with this one. But regardless, Spider-Man India with the Spider-Verse movie coming out, I think this one... I don't know. I think... Uh, newcomers to comics are going to be after this one. I do, because it's much more within grasp than Spider-Man India's first uh, solo series. Uh, lots of covers to choose from, though. Spider-Man, or Spider-Man. Oh, we're out of Spider-Man, finally. Sorry, it was getting kind of redundant there. Star Wars number 34 getting a second printing. Um, as you know, uh... Number 34 is selling for a premium right now between 25 35 bucks. I'm not sure if it's fizzled any. That's for a cameo. So, um, second printing, probably I wouldn't expect much of a return on it. You know, I could see maybe in the distant, distant future it going for 5 to $8 um, with inflation, maybe seeing 10 But... Um, number 35 is the one to get after people because it is going to be the first full. Uh, and I mean, if the cameos getting 34 or yeah, between 30, you know, up to 35 bucks, um, then I would imagine that the first full and as nonsensical as this going to seem just because of predictability at this point and anticipation of the character, um, the cameo was out of nowhere. So yeah, um, so 35 is probably going to be a lot more, a lot higher print run, um, but with that being said, I could still seeing, I could still see it being a 10 to $15 flip, and eventually prices will balance out over time to where it'll creep up to you know, the $20, $25 range. Um, I just think that because it's going to be for sure higher printed, I don't know if it's going to really ever reach the same value as the cameo because, like I said, that was just a kind of curveball. Um, no one really saw coming or predicted, so the numbers aren't going to be as high as far as, you know, uh, the print run. So take these things into consideration, and I know doesn't you would think that the first full would be more valuable than the first cameo, um, and yeah, you would think, but yeah, the only way that I, I, I see the first full not or surpassing the cameo is if Star Wars threw a major curveball at us and they didn't appear in this issue. <laughs> and that's something sneaky that they could, or, you know, the, the, yeah, this character, you know, this character didn't appear in this issue is what I'm trying to say. Um, and then that is entirely possible, but I do believe I have confirmed sources. 
um, let's say at first full, but yeah, uh, I am 98% certain that they will be appearing in this issue, so there you go. Um, so I, 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 like I said, easy flip, you know, uh, 10, 15 bucks. I could see it going for no problem. Um, I don't see it going for any less than eight, you know, and yeah. So, uh, take that for what it will, but you know, maybe that's second printing as well. of Number 34, that might be a real big sleeper too, you know, um, just because it's because it's coming out on the same week, 35, or, you know, on the same FOC as 35, more than likely distributors are going to be leaning heavy on 35 over the second print. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, these, these stores have budgets, people. Not all unlimited funds to order as many as they want. You know, sometimes they got to make cuts, and yeah, I'm just saying, the second printing might be getting the cut in the Star Wars budget this week because of it you know and then you have books like fucking darth vader as well coming out so hoya hoya darth vader number 35 got a few covers to choose from there um we've got star wars sana staro it's a fucking mouthful star wars sana staros number five wrapping up a little five-part mini series there a couple covers to choose from We've got Venom Lethal Protector, Chapter 2, Number 4. Technically, if you're honest, it's Chapter 3, but what are you going to do? Um, so, yeah. Any, you know, anything is possible with these you know, books, but I, they're just fun little Venom side stories for the most part. Um, and then uh, we've got Wolverine, Number 34. A couple covers to choose from there. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to blow up that Rob Liefeld variant. All left or field there. Blech. And then lastly, to wrap up this extended edition, I guess. <laughs> so I've been on some rants this week, people. Or, yeah, this episode. Uh, we've got X-23 Deadly Regenesis, uh, number four of a five-part miniseries. So uh, there you go. Lots of great stuff. Like I said, my uh, DC pick of the week is going to be the, the static team-up. Anansi, I believe is how you say that. Um, my indie pick of the week is... Oh, shit, what's that fucking layman book? If I can't remember... I'm gonna... If I got... How am I gonna drill in your heads if I can't remember the name of the title? Like, something like... Yeah, In Hell We Fight. Uh, guys... Go pick out pick up multiple copies of this. I'm not saying it's super specky or anything like that, but show image that we want John Layman to make a fuck ton of comics for us. You know, support the fuck out of this very very underappreciated creator. He gave us Chew, and hell, we fight. Is my indie pick of the week, and my Marvel pick of the week is going to be Black Panther number one. We got a first appearance in there. Um character has legs for sure villain but i kind of feel like at the same time it's going to be a villain turned uh friend you know so i don't know it just seems like a more of a likable character than i don't know we'll see we'll see i've seen some seen some pages people i've seen some shit all right i think that's gonna do it 
Um, remember to hit up 307nerdsforever.com and use code CHEERS at checkout. Uh, feel free to hit up shopcheers2comics.com. I am still in the process of working things over. In the meantime, I'm just uh, I'm preparing my inventory to be entered one by one all over again when I change over sites. So, yeah, I am still working at it, people. But in the meantime, uh, you can hit up, you know, follow the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. If you're looking for new inventory, you know, new product that I have, I am doing claim sales. So follow the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. I post links to my sales within the group. And, uh, yeah, you, you will still have an opportunity to, to, I, I'm, I try to stay competitive, people, I really do, I want people to have books in their hand, I take advantage of the fact that, you know, and I, I'm a bargain shopper, I have retailers discounts, and I try to pass those savings on, I do my damnedest to pass those savings on, and even when it comes to spec stuff, I mean, I don't want to say I'm always trying to undercut, but, I bet you I could do better. Just saying. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, you know, hit me up uh, through the group. Probably the best place. If you're looking to upgrade your collection. What's that mean? Uh, my press is active, baby. I, why do I keep saying baby? What the fuck happened to me? Something happened to me. Something weird happened to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is for the life of me. But, uh, yeah, no, if you're looking to, to crispy up your comics, if you're looking for an upgrade, you know, you want to, you're not happy with the grades you got, I'll, I'll crack that bitch open for you and I'll repress it. I, I am, I've been known to upgrade a book or two, maybe even a couple of dozen. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I've, I've, I've got got a portfolio to show you need be and once again i'm very competitively priced i know you can just get it pressed at cgc they're not going to put the attention to detail you know they'll, they'll, they're going to put it in the press and regardless of how it comes out that's just how it's going to be graded if i put it in the press and i feel like you know what maybe if i made an adjustment here or you know what, maybe if i threw it in the the, the steam bin I can, uh, which I don't charge extra for. I, I, I can, I, I can make this a little bit better. And that, I want your books to look the best they can. I cringe when I see a book that <laughs> could, could be better, knowing that I have the capability of making that happen. And like I said, CGC, not only are they not going to show you any love when they do it, but they're going to charge you $20 to fucking press your books. And I know that seems kind of like the going rate right now. Ask me about my prices. I'm telling you. Hit me up. Ask me about my prices. And then you're going to wonder why I don't have a wait list out the door. That's only because I keeps it low key. But right now I am extending these... <laughs> know a guy who has a press prices. Uh... On to you, my listeners. So, once again, if you want to hit me up, hit me up through the socials, but the Cheers to Comics Facebook group really is the best place to do so. That's where I I, I check my messages the most. Um, follow, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, all of that stuff. 
Um, just know that I do not check my messages nearly as frequently on there. Um, or you can just email store at cheers to comics.com. Um, put pressing in the subject. Uh, probably don't put press. <laughs> no, never mind. You could put press at that one. It's booking at cheers to comics.com that you don't want to put press in there because that's what all of them are labeled. <laughs> everything I get, all of the press release stuff, everything um, from every goddamn indie creator that's coming up. Uh, <laughs> but it, I digress. Uh, store at cheers to comics.com. If you're not on, if you're not Facebook, cool. I get it. I get it. Um, uh, yeah, you can email me and I will hook you up. But. Once again, if you're looking for uh, cool stuff, you know, uh, claim sales, auction type of sales, follow the group. I will guide you. I will guide you. So, I do believe that's all I have for you this week. Um, yeah. Congratulations to Jim Lee. Uh, and I think uh, that's going to do it. I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now